0: You're listening to the A. Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A. Scully and Sid Talk. Alright Sid Talk, they have made an announcement this week that... Mr. Ben Affleck will be the new Batman
1: Was that this week?
0: Yes okay. What do you think of uh, Ben Affleck as the new Batman Actually confident. he's not He's not been announced as like he's the new Batman for Batman well, this movies This was not
1: our before they have the show discussion But I don't care Okay One way or the other because it doesn't matter He's going to do fine And that's it I don't understand why people even give a shit It's a movie and he's going to be in it I love Ben Affleck but I'm this is not
0: a good. This is not a good discussion.
1: I'm just saying, though. <laughs> you're just, look, you're do shutting you think me down. It's not been discussed enough. Like, uh,
0: not on this show. It's not.
1: Well, now I've said what I've got to say. So you say what you want to say. Yeah. Like, why do you care?
0: Um, I like Ben Affleck, I wanted to say, oh. And that that's... should be
1: like, yeah, that's yep. it. But well, even then, if you like him, it doesn't matter that he's going to be Batman. It, it does because matter.
0: Batman is, to me. In
1: the world, it doesn't matter who's Batman.
0: Oh, I'm not talking about the world. I'm talking about entertainment news today, that I'm talking about. Don't You don't have to compare this to, like. Ah, uh,
1: which I don't care about, so that's why I drop off on All the subject. Right.
0: So you stay quiet, <laughs> I will talk about Batman. That's so, not going to happen. So Ben Affleck is the new Batman, not It's not that they're going and making a lot of new Batman movies, because they're not. Well, maybe eventually. But even Ben Affleck might be out of the deal by then, right? So they're making Man of Steel 2, which is the sequel to Man of Steel that that came out this year, Zack Snyder's remake of the Superman uh, universe. And he's going to be Batman in Man of Steel 2. So only like a co-star, really. Uh, But I think they're leading up to the Justice League movie, where... All the superheroes are together, like the Avengers. So they need... So hopefully he stays in to do it all the way up to the Justice League. Because I hate it when they switch people out like the Hulk in the Avengers. And then they're switching the Hulk out again now because that guy doesn't want to do it anymore. So, no, you need a consistent group, I think. You know, Iron Man wouldn't be the same, would it, if it wasn't Robbie Downer Jr., I don't think.
1: You're not really asking me, are you?
0: No, I mean, it wouldn't, would it? It's like, um, we watch a soap opera from East, EastEnders from the UK. And sometimes, because an actress or actor drops out, and they don't want that character to be gone, they just replace it with somebody and don't ever...
1: But it always turns out fine. You get used to it. And you it get turns opera. out fine
0: eventually. But with movies, because you are not you don't see them a lot, it's just this one-off thing. Like it, It's often a bit jarring. Even in the Dark Knight trilogy... When they changed Rachel,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's a bit odd. When you watch them in a row, it just feels a bit weird, doesn't it? It's so, you have to get over it. Like, oh, it's not her anymore. It's this, uh, but no explanation. Like, it's just oh, you know, a face change. That's good. So yeah, Ben Affleck. I'm excited. I saw a lot of negativity. People wanted to boycott this, and Warner Brothers were listening to it apparently, and they were gonna like look into recasting because of the backlash. I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, come on. Ben Affleck's amazing. Makes makes good movies.
1: It's boiling up. in me. Mean, I'm going to have to say it. Why does everybody care? It's going to get made and it's going to be a fine movie. Or rubbish, matter. right? It doesn't matter.
0: No, I'm saying it's going to be fine or bad. That's what all movies are. Right? All, no. All mediocre.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's going to be a level of whatever the movie is. But I think this is pretty exciting because I love the Superman, the Zack Snyder... Superman, Man of Steel. And I love Batman. And them together, it sounds amazing to me. Fan service. I mean, yes, there is a comic where they do appear together, and that's what they're basing it on. But uh, I'm really excited to see it, and Ben Affleck's a good choice. Don't care what anybody says. People are just very negative, aren't they? On the internet.
1: I might sound negative, I'm being neutral. When I say I don't give a shit about something, it's not negative. It's completely neutral. As in, this particular thing doesn't mean anything to me whatsoever i will see the movie and that will be that i cannot change it or undo it i'm not the person paying his salary or writing the story or directing the movie i will be the person who receives it at the end and that will be that yes and i like batman movies so and i like i really like ben affleck
0: I really like Superman well. movies and, you know, I'm glad they Oh, keep- Batman,
1: yeah, Superman. <laughs> I'm glad I'm
0: glad they're keeping that same Superman cuz I really like him. And um I'm glad Zack Snyder's staying on. And that's another thing. People bitched about him. They bitch about everything. And yeah, you know
1: why? Cuz they have no perspective on fucking life. That that this is actually important and it is not.
0: And especially um like <laughs> fanboyish uh movies Precisely. movies like this or Star Wars which They'll be bitching about it until it comes out, and then they'll be bitching about it because it's not as good as everybody thought it was, or something like that, right? Um, most things like that get bitched. The internet is just a
1: load of little bitches. The world. It's not the internet. It's the whole
0: world. The internet brings the little bitches People altogether. in life
1: like to pretend things are more important than they are.
0: So, it is Saturday, August the 31st, 2013. This is after the show number 290. I actually
1: after- thought there was only 30 days in August. I was convinced uh, today was the first all day. Nice.
0: <laughs> After the show is our weekly podcast uh, where we review a movie. Uh, what else do we do?
1: Talk a little bit about this stuff. And um, it's this. I'm doing that little rhyme in my head. 30 days have September, April, June, and November, all the rest have 31 except February. Alone. So, August wasn't in there. it?
0: There's a, bit, there's a bit on Oh, the end that's all there, I Except know. February alone, which something, 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 leap year, blah, blah, blah. Oh, back. you don't need
1: anything else. That's all I need is that. But uh, yeah, August was not mentioned in there. So. so,
0: after the show is the weekly podcast where we review a movie, and this week's movie that we're going to review. So, what is... else
1: do we do? You asked me.
0: Yeah, what you said nothing.
1: Talk... No, I'm saying.
0: You said we talk about something.
1: We talk about some other things. Yes. Was that your. <laughs> did you want something more specific? Like, no, just a show about video blurb. games. Yes. And I give you my opinion about everything. That's really the most... That's really the focus of the whole show for the last 289 and then this one and for the future. We just kind of stick the movie in there and some other stuff. Actually, the movie's the most important. So, (laughs) the movie
0: this week we're looking at is To The Wonder. It's a 2013 movie. It was released on Blu-ray on the 6th of August, so you can pick it up now. It's rated R and... I put the tagline, I'm Batman, but that's not the right tagline. Is it? I mean
1: that I mean, would be very interesting. <laughs> I mean
0: Ben Affleck's in this movie and he is Batman, but that's not the tagline to this movie. It's from our friends at Magnolia. And I think that was just to remind me about Batman. And So there is no tagline? No, there isn't. And Sid Talk you're gonna give us the synopsis of the movie. Really? To the Wonder. I nearly said Tree of Life. To the Wonder.
1: It is um really it's hard to describe it's basically a a study of maybe the inner workings of a, a a relationship that's empty that's the way I would describe it like a relationship based on nothing and then sort of the just a, a distant kind of glimmer at all the things that it's really hard to describe because it's not a it's a it's linear but it isn't you know you know so that's what I take away is that it's that
0: and it's a Terrence Malick film which will actually speak volumes about it to some people yeah if you're familiar with him so let me say um, Tree of Life Do you it think was...
1: Malick would be offended that someone even tries to summarize yeah pretty? probably.
0: <laughs> I I I actually think he might be offended if you even refer or talk to him or talk about him him like him himself not his work him He might. so to the wonder I mean it'd be hard not to compare it to Tree of Life we saw Tree of Life last year and it was one of our favourite movies of the year and this is done in the same style as I mean same camera style um, Mm -hmm. and the same it's not a traditional film it's not a it, there's a narrative and I think there's more narrative to this one absolutely than than, the, than Tree of life Tree of Life's very spiritual and there's a lot to take out of it this one's really like a artistic view of a relationship like you it's say. like
1: either super intimate or it's super distant right and that keeps remind me keeps remind and that style that somehow gets in your head those super intimate moments with your person that you're with. That are sometimes awkward and, and complete ecstasy. And I don't mean sexual. I mean just those moments of like, I love this moment and I don't ever want it to end. Yeah, and then there's a then there's distance. Not visual distance, but the same things where a touch or a glance means, oh my god, I, I can't deal with this relationship anymore. You are... I can't cope with you and it's like these little glimmers and it's perfect like it takes you a little while to rev up to it how I would describe
0: it is like a lot of like say say that a long relationship in this case you know I don't know the time span actually it's, it's quite not clear but it's like the way he films it and the way it's put together it's like like these are just glimmers like oh here's mm-hmm. this bit here's this bit all the unimportant bits are like left out it's the bits that Somebody would remember, like
1: yeah, when your when your mind is flying back to things that you remember about a relationship, or now I
0: like Terrence Malick's work. Don't get me wrong, but this movie, um, I liked it a little bit less, and I was watching it, and the one I I love the camera, I love the cinematography. It's it's beautiful, like in fact he he films like some things. There was a couple of things on here where I was like, I never thought that would look lovely, but it does. Like yeah. like um, the place where um, Affleck is uh, with yeah. all the bulldozers and yeah, stuff. Yeah,
1: that, and then like the most, what I hate about, you asked during the movie, where do you think this is located? Yeah. And my mind is like, it could be anywhere with these boring, ugly, new subdivisions with these big brick monstrosity houses that all yeah. look like big giant Boring huts, and there and there's nothing else. There's no trees. There's no landscape. There's no nothing. It's just these windy roads and like house, 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 house. And even that, he focuses on it in a way where you go, ugly. Oh wait, just something. And it's not like he's composing it necessarily. Like you know, we do artwork, so sometimes you think about balance and it's not floaty shape, kind of dream like. Sometimes it was like boom. There's a a, a big fancy house. Well, medium fancy. Built for whatever, you know, to draw in a family and yet look around. It's desolate and it's soulless. And you just get it. Like, oh, yeah, that's why, you know, people drive by and go, oh, what a nice house. But when you stare right at it, you go, that's just like... And he does that. That's what I get from a lot of his shots.
0: As like an artistic... Like I was saying, as an artistic thing, how it looks and the feel of it. I get all that. But there's all... In the, if I had a negative about this movie, there's a little bit too much of the... and Can I, would I guess? Can no, I guess what you're to no, say? No, uh-huh. I would describe this as... Do you know when you watch like a super high-end aftershave commercial? <laughs> or, or perfume commercial? When there's like... Yes. And, and they're waving yep. at these people, and they're in a long grass field, and they're looking at each other, and, and they're in love, and then it shows you the product yep. shot. Precisely. A lot of it looked like that, and, I was, and it was um the main actress waving her arms around and acting childlike and i get it i get what it was and they were trying to but it it there was a little bit too much of it for me I, and there was points where i was kind of like yeah i get it i get the relationship and i get that ben affleck's real stoic and not really attached emotionally because he he barely speaks in this movie right that's one of the things he's detached
1: what do you think her her like flailing around constantly and having I sometimes think, no purpose. Mm-mm. She does nothing. She's nothing but just beautiful to him. Did you have and these moments
0: watching I thought, this movie? Is did there, you? Did you have this?
1: Is it like he's obsessed with the true story of his life, and now he's just bringing it to the screen? That's what I felt like. See,
0: you know when you have, when you I try and connect to a movie, we all do, even subconsciously. And there was a lot of scenes in this movie of. And it's just not how people work. Like, people stood in rooms, looking into the corner, or spinning around, or just standing, like, in an emptyish room, like, looking, one looking one way, one looking the other way. I mean, yeah, I know it's artistic.
1: And symbolic. And
0: symbolic.
1: Metaphoric. <laughs> and
0: it, and, it's, and it, there's yeah, a lot of religious overtones in this movie, too. Um, of, uh, Obvious religious overtones and underlying ones too I I kind of I felt like
1: it was not I felt like it was the opposite Uh, I didn't actually thinking that was a thing and it's because it's not real but there was
0: a lot of disconnects for me. I kept disconnecting from the characters completely because of things they were doing that I know looks nice when she's you know she's uh, there's hints that she's a dancer Uh, she's got some ballet shoes she kind of that ballet kind of moves around the room and stuff. But it got, like, to an overload point for me. Yeah. Where I was like, precisely. please can I just know a bit more about a, like, let us say something or let her...
1: Because at some point, about a third of the way through, when you're now establishing that he has... I'm not saying that a job makes you a person or anything like that. I don't mean that. But, I mean, we are seeing something of him... Outside of this relationship, so we get glimmers of his career, um, and that's enough to give you some sense of maybe not just why he is the way he is. What we're seeing the stoic kind of distant, I
0: got him, complete. but also
1: like there's something else to him. She's got nothing. Mm-mm. I mean, she has a daughter, but then it's like she's the poor. In uh, fact, the moments like when she was with she's a victim with. every time everything that's going on. She's the moments when she's with
0: a daughter, are the more interesting moments like I felt like more of I was getting oh yeah I'm really getting a sense of how she is as a mother
1: I disagree I felt like she was completely disinterested but then when she mother. was
0: on her own like in the middle of the movie where she comes back and she there was a lot of scenes of her just in that living room like doing nothing just like you say looking out the window or looking now at I will the tell you table. there
1: are there are people like that
0: just like
1: there are people who women I've known they don't have anything outside of this notion of their relationship with a man and that once they have a man in their life and then i've seen women progress through the big wedding they bought one of those houses in the suburb they have nothing else they have no hobby they have no job they have no self it's all wrapped up in him and this dream of our thing together so i got a little a feeling of that as well i just like there's a dream of something here that's not happening and that there are women who for lack of a better word and there's probably men too but i've only known women myself personally three or four different women and they just i don't know as my grandma would say they just knock around the house but not with any purpose they don't like, I think of my grandma, who didn't have a job outside of the house, necessarily. But everything she did in her in their house was for the family, and she was interested, and she was enthusiastic, and she was like... It was like her love to do it. Then there are these women who... Unless that husband responds to them sexually, emotionally, financially, and and is like... That's their whole thing. There's no interface without that man around. So they just... They buy shit to decorate, and then they sit around and read novels. And I mean, you might think these are fictional people, but they're real people. And one of their problems is they're like this young lady who is sort of model esque, beautiful. But unfortunately, nothing else has happened to her in her life. But
0: unfortunately, because of the narrative and the way this movie is, and there really is very little dialogue. Oh, yeah. The only dialogue there really is is like some voiceover on occasion, and. Some talking to the main characters really don't talk to each other or anybody, right? So very little. So because of that, it's hard to get a sense of exactly what the people are. And that was I, I did get Ben Affleck's character actually, but her there wasn't much.
1: And I think it was all supposed to be a reflection of her her feeling like that was what he was trying to do. Completely is that. She feels empty. Like no matter what happens in her life, she feels empty. The house is empty. The relationship is empty. So we got to see her that way.
0: I mean, yeah. And there was a clear um, when she's walking along with a friend, and a friend's telling her to let go and let everything free. There was a clear understanding of that. You know, she didn't
1: want. She was afraid to. She actually go either way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She was not happy, but happy. It's it's. But yeah, because of that, the structure of the movie, I think it's hard to. Tell a deep story because it's more about the feel, like a like a feeling.
1: But it would have been so simple just to even hint, maybe the having the daughter is supposed to give you some sympathy for her, but she doesn't seem to give it a crap. No. Once the daughter's not there, that that's what I mean. There's no. It's all about I in her. My vision of her, and this is why I couldn't connect with her at all. You know how if you if I don't feel for a person in a movie, good or bad. Like, I was neutral. I didn't dislike her right. at all. She was lovely, and I did, like, what she was bringing, that bubbly... It was a life. Life, from yeah. Her. However, it's emptiness. Like, she's empty.
0: And that's the point, though, is And it? all
1: she wants, it seemed to me, the only moments she wanted to keep having over and over were the little tussles and the wrestles and the giggling and she's running away from him constantly, which, of Uh, course, uh, is metaphoric as well. Yeah, that Giggling and, like, tossing around and, like... that that's... She just wants that perpetually, perpetually, to fill her up with this, he wants me, he wants me, he's chasing me, he wants me. And then, in the end, you feel, like you said, like a little exhausted by it? A little exhausted, and I put
0: myself into Ben Affleck's character about halfway through the movie and went she's getting on my nerves like <laughs> stop running away and stop dancing like a little girl like I, i'm i've kind of had enough of you <laughs> so i got i got to that point in my head
1: i'll i remember that <laughs> i will not dance like if i see you spin around
0: one more time like like a top
1: with their yeah. little hair flailing
0: around and i don't know visually it looks, is she not but, like
1: your female fantasy because that's what i think men think that's what they I want i mean she's
0: beautiful but i don't it's very vapid.
1: That's what I mean. Isn't that what a lot of men want? It's sort of a vapid, beautiful, ethereal, just about knocking around. Da, 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 no, da, really. look at me. No. Because it's uncomplicated. No. I am not uncomplicated. But. <laughs> and I don't spin around and I don't twirl my hair.
0: And even Ben Affleck's character. And this is based on Terrence, uh, Terrence Malick, Malik went through a very similar relationship.
1: That's why you could feel it.
0: Yeah, and I I just read and it's it's almost like the film. I mean it's it's very close to what the film is.
1: And it hearkens to me chasing Amy because Kevin Smith went well, through yeah, look at my, a story uh, you know in thing. his life and then needed to work through it yeah. by writing it down and making the movie Quite and good. you feel like that's what this is what's happened here.
0: Yeah, I I actually do feel. It's very personal.
1: But it's not an isolated story though. That's the thing. It isn't It's personal, and yet it's not unique. You know, you know lots of couples in this world. And there's a lot of... One or the other is vapid, and the other one is more complicated. And they're interlocked, and then they're either doomed to be miserable, or they get away from each other. And it's tormented, because he's compelling, because he is kind of closed up and kind of stoic, and he's the dude who's, you know, pretty... the dude kind of guy... So that's compelling to a woman. She's the... That beautiful, tossing around... Wouldn't you just want to look at her in her little half... Her little blanket kind of half hanging off her shoulder all day long kind of thing. And yet... You you can't... That doesn't seem to be enough glue to hold things if together.
0: To, if I had to choose some favorite moments, and they're just small. And most moments are small. It's all small moments, mm-hmm. isn't it? But um, one... Uh, I don't know if we explained. Um, she's from... Paris and he meets her there and then brings her back to Texas right Oklahoma. Oklahoma sorry Oklahoma and one moment I really loved was where she was in the back garden with the neighbor lady and the neighbor lady was watering the grass yeah it just like I got the feeling of I don't really belong here I don't get this at all like I got that feel and when she's
1: or like is that gonna be me
0: yeah but and also what do I want
1: from this right there's a lady
0: is this the the wonder is this what I came for yeah exactly you know so I really like that I like the moment where she went where they went to the doctors Um, yeah and there's a moment in the doctors where she I don't want to spoil it you can't really spoil this movie actually
1: no but you know if you hint it too much if we say too much then you are well you just go watch it I don't know though I wouldn't recommend it to everyone
0: like Tree of, Tree of Life, I think is like a really a masterpiece type of movie, right? But its its idea is huge. Also, it's a really huge idea. It's um, the idea is bigger than the film, and the style of that film works perfectly because it spans this massive thing. It's like it's, <laughs>
1: about as massive as yeah. you can get.
0: And, and then there's these personal moments with the Brad Pitt character in Tree of Life, which act like. The two, the wonder is just like that, but it's like the relationship
1: between them, where the wife is in Tree of Life, she is also appears to be, you know, but it's set in a different time. Yeah, so your brain goes, Okay, that was the 50s, she's the housewife, he's the man who's you know, kind of a dickhead with the kids and blah blah blah, and kind of the man, the money earner, and all that. So you accept and connect with her. As being tormented a bit by the relationship or whatever's going on. Whereas in this one, it's like you get... I know this sounds really awful, but I don't give a shit. Um, It's almost like you're like... It's 2013, lady. You know? If you're so freaking miserable in this big brand new house, which I find uh, abhorrent, but some Mm. people will love it. Big brand new house. Completely brand new life. Apparently someone's paying for your whole life, so you might as well just... Make a life for yourself, and she she just it's like she refuses, and that makes me, like, like turn off
0: to her. And one of the other great moments on is the moment where they have an argument.
1: Oh yeah, that was a good one. And
0: it kind of goes off like a yeah, pipe. yeah. Um, I thought that was really well done. I, it felt real to me. There Tree was of a-
1: Life did the argument really well too, if you remember. It did, yeah. Yeah. But
0: there's some real. This there are some very real moments, but I just feel and. I love this style of filmmaking that he's developed and I, I've never seen it anywhere else. It's like unique to him I feel unless I mean I've not seen a lot of he, he, apparently he's inspired by like French mm. cinema and maybe there's a lot of you know this kind of narrative but I really like what he does with it. But I don't feel this story I don't think it's way enough Her monologue enough seems very it.
1: French you know or very um, European as in it's kind of poetic and it's that sort of youthful
0: I just love, mean, love
1: gets turned into like poetry kind of thing and that's why the whole movie seemed that way to me kind it, of it is, art house if you want to call it that
0: I mean it's it's like it's like Tree of Life the middle part of Tree of Life that part it's very much in that style but a modern day tale right I mean it's the camera is obviously the same thing it's more linear, though. It's, you can actually feel the story. It's not... Mm-hmm. Y- you, Tree of Life, not all the time do you <laughs> know what's happening. No. In this, you do. Yeah. You do.
1: But then You kind of do.
0: Yeah, but then I just feel there's long shots that are too much. Like, I, I, I'm not being, like, simple or anything, going, well, you know, I... If, if you're going to have a girl spinning around in a room, I only need to see it for a minute. You don't need to give me five minutes of it.
1: There wasn't five minutes of it, but if you added I, I mean, it together... I'm just... I'm, yeah. just
0: I'm, say, you know, I'm saying, oh no, give me less of that, because I get it. I don't need to see it. And it visu- visually, it is interesting, but after a little while, I do start to glaze over a little bit with it and go, please, somebody, show something to me. Like, you don't... I know there's no not much speaking... I really wanted people to speak a lot more because I, I, I felt I think, like I wasn't uh, getting the characters fully. If you
1: replaced a lot of those individual moments of her just spinning spinning, and running um, and and sitting mournfully, um, which are lovely, and like you said, in little small doses, if you'd taken some of those moments, and maybe the whole point, though, was in his, he had a, Maybe he realized about this relationship with this woman in his real life. There was nothing there. Like, there's nothing there. Just, and that's what becomes relentless, not just to the man in that relationship, but to you watching it.
0: So I've just had a revelation, right? Oh, dear. So Terrence Malik's sitting there, and he thinks back... Do we of, need
1: to call him up to confirm?
0: Well, this he thinks right. back of this relationship that he had years ago, which is what this film is. And you know when you do think back of something, you don't remember it, do you? Absolutely. You just remember little glimmer punctuated parts like oh there's a violent part, there's a lovely part, there's a And that's how it comes to you in your mind.
1: The most passionate moments come And the worst moments. You. Yeah.
0: They're the only things you remember, right? The worst and the best. They're kind of middle bits you don't. Know? Yeah. If you think back like something from twenty years ago.
1: Yeah, the things that spark you like inside.
0: I think that's what this is then his personal let me remember that visually that's what i would see these parts the horrible parts and the very awesome dreamy parts that seem like a dream but know they were real like you know yeah
1: when you're young you want you want the twirling and the twisting and yeah. the wrestling and the cuddling and the the constant um sort of like you're drunk on
0: Canoodling,
1: (laughs) yeah, like drunk on the moment, and yet we all know it's just there's nothing to it. Like it's fantastic, and if you're lucky, you can have it. And
0: I also think that's the point of this movie. Yeah, to the wonder, and she says we're going to the wonder, and maybe there is no wonder. Like it,
1: Uh, it hers is because the only time she's ever seems completely satisfied is that portion when she walks up the stairs yeah. and looks at the scene from the castle yeah because like, in her vision of, we walked it's all to the wonder, dreamy she said. and it's all perfect la-di-da P- picture, uh, fairy tale, Yeah. and I don't I don't identify with that because I've just never been that way
0: you're a more realist <laughs>
1: yeah you reckon well like, like I say I depressing don't depressing sometimes Would you like me to be a little more? No, because I'm
0: different to you. I'm optimistic and I'm.
1: (laughs) You're kind of romantic. That's for sure. I think so. And I like that about you. But if I were to look back on this relationship in 20 years, or look back on the beginning of our relationship 14 years ago, you do remember the like, the moment that because we met online. (gasps) There's an email from him. (gasps) That's what I mean.
0: That's exactly what he's. (laughs) There
1: he is at the airport. That's the first time we kissed. You so, know, if, those so
0: if pictures. that is the idea, it, it's, it's perfect. Because it's like looking, in somebody's, looking into somebody's mind and going... Looking into somebody's face and going, you had a relationship ten years ago, tell me about it. And then you seeing it flash through their mind. Yeah. In two hours.
1: <laughs> but what are we seeing of him then? Of Ben Affleck? If it's not representative Almost of Malik, like but- he's
0: nothing. In fact, you know, when you think about yourself in a dream or He's whatever, in a you, you're way. not actually it, are you? You're not the center of it. All the, the things that are happening are, are the things you kind of linger on to. So, yeah, I think maybe I just had it. A-
1: and you might also remember the worst of yourself and not the best of yourself. So, you remember the maybe if there's any guilt or regret in yourself about the way you handled that relationship. And then you look at the other person and think, I only remember all the good stuff and I was an asshole. <laughs> right. I think you just twisted around your vision of this movie. Yeah, I think. live
0: Yeah, because I wasn't thinking that way while I was watching it. But when you do think about that,
1: because he's very internal, I believe. Yeah, and so if you think of it, him being it's able a very to take that movie. from the inside of you and get that across, and he did, is a big deal.
0: And the bit with Rachel McAdams, where he meets this girl who he knew from school, I guess, or younger you years. You could
1: have cut that part out for me. I'll be honest.
0: What I was about to get at is he chose two women who like to spin around and <laughs> put their arms up in the air. Yes. So he must... Maybe that's just his thought of women in his life. That's how he sees them. Like this...
1: Why can't women be this way all the ethereal time?
0: Ethereal a real angel type lady who drifts through his life. Like and now. yet
1: both of them want the same thing. Yeah, they do. I want to marry you. Yeah. I want and, to marry you. And then I'll be I complete. want a baby with you.
0: Otherwise I'm just useless, like... I, although, I, I mean, not, not just useless. My, I'm emotionally shut down until this happens to me. And even when it happens, then I'm not happy then either.
1: I just had one of those moments for you because that's like that's awesome that you well,
0: I know, put it into words. It definitely yeah. know it's with the Rachel McAdams character
1: because she you, starts out a little more together. You start, you start off going, oh, "What a nice she, lady," and she then she melts like, yeah. into this twisty, hair blowy in the cornfield or wheat field kind of thing.
0: So if you got if you date Terrence Molly, does he just take you to a wheat field immediately and say spin?
1: Spin. <laughs> Put on a flowy dress. <laughs> grow your hair out. And uh get, here, I'll give you this scarf and I want you to just I'm gonna I need just, a memory for and uh, I'm gonna make uh, a movie in twenty years about I need this. you to pretend to go in slow motion. <laughs> We're terrible. Yeah, but because we're Joke,
0: not... Joking aside, I get the artistic merits of this film. I love Tree of Life, and I really enjoyed this. I just felt the story was, even though it's very personal to him, I don't think it was a strong enough story to contain this kind of movie.
1: And that's where I differ from you, because I don't feel like it is, is a story. It is almost like, here's 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 what's wrong with us. Just, here it is. There's nothing, we can't connect and we don't have this. And then she's tempted one direction and that happened, that that happens. He's, you know, cu- like, this is what's wrong with us, kind of. But there's no, um okay, I don't want every every movie to be the, uh, what I'm about to describe. So don't take it that way. But there's no package to this. It's like nothing's that's all tidy. Great, that's good stuff, though, isn't it? That is good. Yeah. It's just that that's what. What you're getting is this big lump of emotion dug up from somebody's gut, thrown into the movie, and you don't... Boris tree, tree of Life, when I think back on it, and I've probably recommended it ten times since we saw it, but um, it's like I get it completely.
0: Yeah, because You know what
1: I mean? Like, I get the whole...
0: It's not as personal. That's, it's. It, in fact, there's personal elements to the Tree of Life, but I feel like... It can be personal to everybody. It's a more...
1: I feel that way about this one. Right. That it could be very personal to a relationship and particularly, you know, the broken aspect of people. One or the other in the relationship, which is everyone, right? So I feel like it's very universal. But so... it comes across as I can't escape the way I digested this relationship I had and now I'm going to show it to you. Yeah. There's no
0: like... You're going to see it from my angle.
1: Yeah, because like even Kevin Smith writing Chasing Amy and I'm not comparing them. Don't get me wrong. But there's just two men who have taken a relationship in their lives, dir- movie directors and writers and turned it into a movie. Kevin... A- Kevin Affleck. <laughs> Kevin. Close enough. Kevin Smith adds a lot. No, you know, I think, you, I can, think, you can kind of identify I think things. Kevin Smith
0: steps aside from... Little like, bit, little bit. Like takes just a little bit of the sideline and doesn't stay in the.
1: And he has a sense character. of humor, and yeah. I don't know about Darren <laughs> Malik is a very. It's serious not needed guy.
0: in this movie. I'm, oh no,
1: no, no! But I'm just saying that there's a balance there. Whereas in this one, you feel like now we have to we have to re. But that's good too, right? Rethinking it and trying to figure out. I might be sitting there cooking supper in a little bit and be like. Okay, I get it, because, uh, you know, so if you rethink a movie, that's never a bad thing.
0: So the cast here for this movie is Ben Affleck plays Neil. Um, like I say, how many words does he have in this movie, really? Actual words. Not well, many. There's
1: probably a lot, but we saw some things that cut out.
0: Yeah, well, in the actual movie that we watched, there's not much. He doesn't really speak much.
1: He has not over- voice There's a
0: lot of the cameras on his shoulder following him, following him along.
1: And there's a lot of speaking but we don't get to hear what they say. Yeah.
0: Have we have we said that this isn't a traditional kind of movie? It's not
1: <laughs> this, this... I think we kind of
0: that comes across. Yeah, that's what I mean. So Olga Korolenko's the leading lady. Um I really like her. She's from Quantum of Solace. Um that's where we know her from. She was from something else we watched the other day too. Um never seen her in anything like this. So I mean we've only ever seen her you know what Well, she? she's a Bond girl in, in Quantum of Solace, right? So this is more of a acting school kind of thing. I see it as like a improvising, isn't it? It's a lot of improvising. In fact, the whole movie's pretty much improvised. It's not much of a script. It's,
1: it's not really about feeling. acting. Yeah, it's a very... We're going to, again, dig up your feelings and I want you to wear it on your face and wear it in your behaviour. I mean, there's the scene where you're just like the same as... I'm telling you what, Ben's not. I don't care what anybody says. I like Ben Affleck. I like the way he acts. I like the way he puts his whole. I self think he's good in this. And, but you don't get very connected to him.
0: Nobody's the star of this movie. The star of this movie is the camera work and the, you know, the style yeah. of it. Really, the idea. Uh, Rachel McAdams plays Jane. You know, it's a small portion in the middle. It's it's important to the plot. Um, she uh, she's good for watching. Important
1: is. to the plot. Uh, Think about it. Uh, it doesn't plots, affect the like plot.
0: Too strong a word, isn't it? Really, because it's not really a plot. It's just a. And it moment. doesn't affect
1: anything because you've got. It Vulcan. doesn't, but I,
0: in, for some reason, it felt kind of realistic to me. Even though she didn't, but there again, now I'm that a
1: dude would diverge,
0: diverge, yeah, right, yeah, sure, for to somebody from his past because it's easier,
1: and he can't connect to anybody, right. Fully commit. I mean, to anyone, so it's fair to say. And There's gonna be a string of women. And his
0: inner monologue said she's she's not changed. Like it was easy kind of to fit yep, back yep. in there. You're
1: right.
0: Um and Javier Bardem plays Father Quintana.
1: I think he had the most substance of every
0: all the characters. I do. And there was some interesting scenes where he was actually kind of interviewing real people mm-hmm. from this town. Where not it was I mean he's not priesting. interviewing, but like
1: <laughs> priesting
0: yeah priesting
1: walking around, spreading the word like he was just help. he was just trying to work out his own faith and lift people up what he could in a very desolate place like a a side story
0: kind of but it ties into the story also slightly, but I did enjoy it. it kind of broke away from the spinning it's the
1: same to me because his spinning his fantasy of his relationship with God is along the same lines as these people's fantasy of, of being the- in a, of a marriage and having a home in the suburbs. And so... And they're all flawed. Yeah. Because it doesn't work that way. Unless you keep yourself completely deluded. Right. And these people, that's crumbling. So everybody's, like, having a hard time. And then I think the people that he... And he walks around, he sees sick people, he sees people, prisoners and whatnot, and they we turns out they're the actual people of this community. And... They're the most honest, they say the most. There's no there's no pretending with that type of people in life. And it's only these people like Ben Affleck's character and her character who want like la 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 la, la, la life, yeah. you know, whereas these people are just living. Like there's no barrier between the choices they're making. And their lot in life, basically. And they just are what they are. It makes me connect to them more and feel more sympathy, more understanding, even though I might not like what it looks like their lifestyle is. I'm like, yep, there's a person who knows whatever. Their feet are grounded. Maybe they're a little fucked up, but they're grounded. And these other people are just uh. So...
0: To the Wonder Blu-ray, um, the cover is horrible, by the way. Um, this cover makes it look like a romantic comedy. It does.
1: Or a drama rom. Drama or a romantic drama. Drama rom. It,
0: it, but then, if you've seen the film, it also isn't telling lies about what the image is. Is that a mean. genre? drama rom. <laughs> um, interestingly enough, this movie, uh, Roger Ebert's, just before he... This was the last movie he saw, or reviewed, even. Submitted,
1: the last, last review submitted. Last review
0: he submitted, and there's a quote from him on the back air, and I actually really agree with this quote, and the quote says, Malik, who is surely one of the most romantic and spiritual of filmmakers, appears almost naked here before his own audience.
1: That is actually perfect. Because now that you've rethinking it, yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? Right. Putting his... In herself, up there.
0: But that doesn't make this cover of this Blu-ray any better. <laughs> no.
1: it could have been so if artistic. It could have been white with just that quote all over the front. That you, you,
0: I don't know if you can see this image, but the image of the castle on the hill. That would uh, be fine. From the, that, just that with "To the Wonder" would be awesome. But we have yeah, to have the faces of the people because we need to sell the movie, don't we? To idiots or to people <laughs> actually. The, if you saw this cover and then took this movie on, this would. You'd be like, what is this? I'm yeah. turning this off.
1: Absolutely. There are many people who would be like, what the hell? It, now, there are people who might be surprised into... Yeah, but it's kind once, of a trick. Once you get the gist of what's going on, there are going to be... I'm only speaking as a woman. There lots of women who start to identify with a certain element of it. <laughs> right? <that's what> <laughs> so the disc, the has, disc the has the picture on it. disc has the image
0: which should be the cover of the movie. But it that wouldn't...
1: makes it look like some sort of Dracula horror movie.
0: Yeah, but I think that is more... <laughs> appropriate for this movie
1: why can't we ever have ones that are sideways by the way who cares if it's straight up and down i don't know you know portrait landscape let's shake you it mean on bit. the
0: blu-ray cover actually yeah, uh, fight club is a sideways one with the bar of soap you have to turn it sideways for it to be there right you go. yeah um all right so there are some extras here and again we've talked about two terence malik films now what do the extras tell you about terence malik
1: that everybody talks about him like, uh, A, he's dead, or B, he's a god. And so, either way, he's, he's he out must of the picture.
0: And he must not be in daylight. You
1: claim we're not even ever seeing the back of his head, even though the documentary film no. is coming around behind the camera and stuff. I'm like, is that him? Is that him? Nope, 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 nope. So, he is this also ethereal, romanticized figure. And that people talk about him just All like, the time. Terry this, Terry that. But they're not in sort of a weird like guru kind of you know like a follower no it's like
0: oh we work with him and this is what we think of him but
1: he is absent and not
0: to see him or
1: which is funny because this movie is all him yeah so to remove himself from being perhaps his point
0: is you don't need to listen to me talk (laughs) my movie is is my that's what I said some people
1: like their art to speak for itself
0: um so there are some extras there's the making of To The Wonder it's about 10 minutes long Terrence Malick's not involved in the making of everybody else is it's not really the making of I don't think it's just, just some talking heads and then there's a bunch of other uh, feature- I mean, they,
1: hint- they talk about how they got the town and one of the producers. how they did the cast and stuff so that's good
0: um, in fact the cinematographer who he's worked with now twice Tree of Life and this he doesn't actually talk you see him in action he doesn't really talk though um, maybe they're and then there's some other featurettes, but they're kind of contradiction. Not... Is it... No. They're very similar to... If you watch the... Not just
1: similar. It's the same exact clips. Yeah, They just clips. clip them out and then stick them up like, by themselves. It's like
0: they assembled four different versions of the same thing, so it's going to go over itself a few times. And then there's the theatrical trailer, and that is it for the extras. Um, if we should have watched the trailer. I'd be interested to see what it... How they portray it. to portray it. So, in conclusion... I couldn't recommend this to everybody and I know why and but if you like to and you have, have
1: certain people in your brain right this second don't you
0: I have a lot of people in my brain and someone
1: listening to it right now no it's
0: actually most people to be honest mm-hmm. but if you are like a, a lover of film and the craft of film and and a very personal story yeah, told in a different to, way to what you've ever seen it told before and you
1: are able to tap into like your emotions cause that's if you can't, then all you're going to see is what you see. Right. And you're not going to dig any deeper. And you're going to be like, they're not even talking. And they're like, the camera's moving. And she keeps twisting around. Oh, well, she's cute. I'll just look at her twist around. And hopefully she gets naked. But well, she does not. But I'm just telling you. So. She does, actually. Barely. But. <laughs> like, so I'm disappointed. That's not, not the reason to watch. It. <laughs> um, In fact, Amy. What's her name? McAdams. She gets more naked than. Korolinka. Rachel McAdams. Rachel.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it's it's an, it's an art piece. It, it it's, a, it's visually stunning, but not for everybody. Some people are going to... I turn that off. I can see it now. In fact, I just went to get glue to check in to say I was watching this movie. And I looked at the comments because I'd seen it and it doesn't matter anymore. And most of the comments were, what the hell is this? I've had it on for 15 minutes. I'm turning it off. Or, Malik is a genius. This is spiritually enlightening to me or they found something from it, right? So it's very divisive. And I'll
1: tell you what, the most, the most, to me, the key scene of the whole movie is the friend telling her, saying it out loud, which isn't necessary because you already understand she's locked in her own little cage, he's locked in his own little cage and she's not doing anything to change her situation and the friend says it. You need to be free. She shakes her. She throws a purse away. She shakes her and says, You're like a dreamer. You need to be free. You need to be free. Free yourself from it. Get out of it. She actually says it. And that was the most... That was the longest dialogue scene. Very lively and like... And the lighting was a little bit different. And it wasn't all weird and shaky and whatnot. That summed it up for me. And I think some people will get to that and be like, Oh, finally. Oh, then it goes back to the, you know, kind of hidden stuff but that was my favorite scene so yeah I
0: I recommend it I liked it I just
1: I recommend trying it but yeah if
0: you say if you've seen the tree of life go for this because it's you know very much the same style very much the same way of telling a story if you really enjoyed it there I think you would enjoy it here, but maybe less so but I did enjoy it and you know I'm looking to forward to seeing what he does next because Twenty years. from now. He didn't always do this style of film either. I mean, you've the, you've not seen the Thin Red Line,
1: not all of it.
0: But you know what I mean. That was more of a straightforward film, a war film. It was not, you know, it did have some, you know, enlightening mm-hmm. kind of moments. But and it was, it wasn't a standard war film. But it wasn't like these art pieces, which I think are different from a normal Hollywood.
1: Three yeah, act. definitely.
0: There's no acts in here, is there? It's not a three-act piece or anything. It's. I would disagree. I mean, with you that. could split it up, but I don't think it's meant to be. Like, it's not like, oh, we will do this, and then we will do this, and then we will do this. I think it's like, no,
1: we can I disagree. Agree. I think he knows he's a, a storyteller, and that's how, it's part of telling a story, a, a narrative of any kind. I think you can feel it if you think about it. You can chop up the.
0: So, yep. Yeah. Thanks to Magnolia for the Blu ray, and next week's Blu ray review will be Now You See Me. And this is a uh, heist movie with magicians. So, how. Lucky how, you. You
1: love magicians and you love heists. And Morgan Freeman is not it. Oh, great. So, I don't dislike Morgan Freeman. Don't get me wrong if you're a first time <laughs> listener. Uh, my philosophy on Morgan Freeman is he is what he is. I, I just don't understand. The Elevation.
0: Woody Harrelson is also in it.
1: Woody Harrelson, I can get behind because I think he's he's got crazy differences between this part he's done over here and that part he's Natural done over there. Sometimes really shitty, sometimes really good. <laughs> sometimes you're just like, that guy's freaking awesome. And then you look at him and you're like, oh, that guy's an idiot. And there's a difference. Morgan Freeman's always like, this is Morgan Freeman. This is Morgan Freeman. Oblivion, we saw this him in This is Morgan recently. Freeman. This is Morgan Freeman. This is Morgan Freeman. There's not a lot of difference. No, Just different costumes.
0: Sometimes he's God. Sometimes he's God.
1: God was one of the more lively ones in Shawshank Redemption. Still kind of stoic and whatnot, but... uh, Oblivion.
0: Stoic and whatnot.
1: Yeah, but he's a little bit spicy, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe. If he's a magician heister. Might be Alright, so go to
0: uh, com if you want to win some Blu-rays. We've got a few uh, this week. In fact, we've got a new one that you can win called Slightly Single in L.A. There's three copies up for grabs Go there and enter Um, Movie year What is this thing Movie year
1: Movie year Yes Is the thing where we You Say to me Blah 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 Equals the name of a movie And I say Blah 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 And that equals the date Or the year it was made We have to figure it out We can't guess And we can't look it up I mean you can guess I won't know the difference But you can't look it up I'll go first Midnight Run. Which is nineteen ninety one. In the top three movies of my whole entire life.
0: Nineteen ninety one. I was gonna say
1: best. Bob De Niro. Like I know him. Hey, it's Bob.
0: And Charles Grodin. I already get my answer.
1: <laughs> what was it? Nineteen
0: ninety
1: one. That's incorrect. You wanna try again? No. One nine eight eight. Oh. Yeah. All right, I absolutely freaking love that movie. And I need to watch it. I haven't watched it for a year, maybe two years.
0: And yours is Quantum of Solace because of the <laughs> leading lady of To the Wonder.
1: See, those newer ones are tricky. That's tricky. I'm going to say 2001.
0: Wow. Oh, way off. Oh. <laughs> 2008.
1: Oh. Fair enough. So we were both way off today. Way off today. That's
0: yeah. fair. So that's movie. Uh, and uh, Did we you have... learn anything? I did actually. I learned that Midnight Run was actually later than I thought it was.
1: Earlier. 19- you said 1991. It's oh, 1988. You said
0: 1988. I thought you said 1998. That's one. Like.
1: I said it very clearly. In fact, <laughs> one nine eight eight.
0: I don't respond to just singular numbers like that.
1: <laughs> in the Lord's year, one thousand nine hundred
0: and eighty-eight. So um. Movie recommendations for this week. I always base mine on the movie we just watched. So I'm going with Lost in Translation. Stop touching your hair. I'm going with Lost in Translation, which is a kind of um, ethereal relationship mm. thing.
1: Maybe we're using the word ethereal too much this time, but I know what you mean. Yeah. It's kind
0: of like a dream-like thing to me. It's
1: Yeah, and it focuses more less on the sort of like height of those romantic moments and more about the fun of the newness of a person to kind of bring you to life a little bit in a in the moment. And my second one's
0: Chasing Amy <laughs> because of Ben Affleck. And if you want to see Ben Affleck do a relationship emotional performance. Twenty years c- ago. The scene in Chasing Amy is still powerful to this day, I think.
1: When he got out of the truck this time I was like ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah. Here it comes, well, here that comes was, Ben being really, good. That was a
0: good scene too. That was really good. Because I saw anger, I was real anger at you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, my recommendations. I'm gonna go with the lazy one, Tree of Life. I'm recommending it because it sticks in my mind. There are times when I just think of it, like a person who takes on the story of the creation of the universe. All the way up through a grown man in present day coping with a tumultuous childhood. In a way that is beautiful, and so that's uh, there's more I could say, but that's why true. We've that. reviewed it's, it. Go and listen and to <laughs> the Yeah, you probably won't hear it much bad. And um, my other one is Revolutionary Road because it also gave. It's a very linear, much more. It's all dialogue, and it's a very straightforward Hollywoody movie. In a different, in a way that tells. A very similar story about two people who's the woman's a bit you know she's more free-spirited and you know she's got that sort of like i can't be trapped and tied down kind of thing but there it's in the 50s so it's like they're instantly in a box and and struggling to cope with her unhappiness and the trappings of that age and yet it's done in a way that to me Kind of give I always see that,
0: that, the the final scene is in yeah. my <laughs> mind, and it's distressing. Like, it's it really is very
1: distressing, and it's it was beautifully done. It was, if anybody cares, it was the first movie that, well, the only other movie, Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate
0: Winslet. Winslet. Actually, it's Kate. actually directed by her
1: husband as well, Sam Mendes. Right, after Titanic, or since Titanic. But it's really good, it's very, it's another one that digs a little bit at your relationship ideas. And our expectations in life And I like that That's one cool. of them
0: We had ties again So that Revolutionary Road Was directed by Sam Mendes Who also directed um, Skyfall And I chose a James Bond movie And you chose
1: <laughs> That's a bit of a leap uh, There that's,
0: that's, that's a connection though.
1: I mean it's Hollywood They're all freaking Connected
0: Yeah but of all the people
1: But you didn't mention Kevin Bacon Not in one of those Little relationships That you're talking about there
0: No so, games and A. Scully stuff this week. I've been playing a new game. Well, it's not new, but it was uh, on PlayStation Plus this week. And it's called Tokyo Jungle. Now... Are we taking a different direction here, I think? This is a really interesting <laughs> game. And, and like I said to you, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this game. So, what this game is, is there's a world-ending like event of undisclosed. All the humans have gone. And it's set in Tokyo.
1: Then the world hasn't ended. Not Just world the ending, human
0: gone. ending. So Tokyo is... Um, it's set in Tokyo. And the first thing you are told is you are a Pomeranian dog. Which is one of those little um, Sharon Osborne dogs, I like to call them. And uh, you wake up in your apartment. And your owner has been dead for quite some time. And it's time for you to set off into Tokyo to survive, Uh, you know, and the survival of you being this little dog, this is how you start off, is going into Tokyo and finding food, predators will attack, either running away or fighting predators, and eventually finding a mate and mating to further your species instead of it dying out. So... The Pomeranian dog would probably die out fairly easily, right? Because there's a lot of bigger predators that are out there. Sure. So, the start of the game, when you're this little dog, is quite difficult because you can't really go up against anybody. But eventually, you unlock new characters, and you can see the silhouettes of all the characters you're going to unlock eventually. I've only unlocked a cat and a dog. But there's elephants, giraffes, it gets... Progressively tigers There's a zoo It's explained at the beginning Uh, Tokyo zoo Spilled out So There's You know I can imagine being a tiger Is a lot easier right See that
1: is a movie I want to see A really beautiful Three and a half hour movie Of Our Planet Ten thousand years from now With No humans Or like Five humans In what nature In the spots Where we have been what what it would look like, like, maybe not 10,000 years, uh, 1,000 years. I Am Legend a little bit. stuff, Yeah, but uh, but it was more focused on him and the story. I want to see, like, that that's the story. Maybe there is a handful of humans left. But I want to see what, uh, what we've done. We, like, I've had anything to do with it. What it looks like, how it gets, becomes... I can use my imagination, but... The
0: Last of Us. That yeah. was a good depiction of... A world of the world. It wasn't
1: part of the future for me. I want, like, ruins. You know, like, now we look back on ruins that we have around the world. But I want to see ruins.
0: So that's Tokyo Jungle. The gameplay is really fun. It's kind of like an arcade game. They're very short bursts of gameplay because you die fairly easily. um, And sometimes you... I've lasted... You actually get scored at the end of how many years you lasted. And a year is very brief. It's like a minute and a half probably. And it counts up on the screen and gives you score every time you survive another year. And if you go and have some puppies and you die, one of your puppies takes over from you. So it's always advantageous to go and have some puppies. Right. Because otherwise it's just you and you're dead, right? So you can carry on as your puppy. And your puppy inherits characteristics of your leveling up. Of course. So if you level up and you're really fighting everybody, your puppy will be a good fighter. But if you're good at finding food... you So it goes on like that. And it's a very quick... Like, I, I want to play it now. Like, Is I, there I, any,
1: like, mating with dogs and cats together? Do you try that? You
0: can't mate with anything that's not your own okay. thing. But you can mate with... There's, like, different versions of ones that you can mate with. There's, like, the perfect partner and she has, like, a love heart above her head. She's, like, the perfect one. And then there's, like, the really skanky, horrible dog that's got fleas and maybe rabid, you know, it's like, it's... <laughs> and, you know, if you... You have to do a thing to attract that mate to you. So what it usually involves is the mate needs to see you kill several creatures so it knows that you're strong and that you can, you know... But, yeah, if you get the mangy flea-ridden dog following you around, that gives you fleas, and then if you mate with her, your pups can be kind of backward and weird. Like, they've, they don't walk properly. It's... it's interesting very interesting concept um and it's really very cheap it's three dollars on the playstation network so um definitely worth it the other game i've been playing is on the xbox 360 and the reason i bought this game this week is microsoft had this thing where they've converted microsoft points into money now so now you don't buy anything with microsoft points and i had a bunch of microsoft points in my place in my xbox account and they converted it to money and there's a game that came out that looked really cool. So I used the converted money to buy this game. And this game's called... I don't think
1: the conversion has anything to do with that. You would have... Bought yeah, well,
0: it reminded me I had some money in my Okay. Account. So, I, and I had like $20 and this game was 15 And it's called Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. And it's about these two brothers, uh, an older brother and a younger brother. So I would say like 6 years old and 11 years old. Maybe 6 and... Fourteen. You can't really tell, but one's the older brother, one's the younger brother. Now, the unique thing about this game, and I will compare it directly to Ico. You remember Ico Mm -hmm. from Shadow of the Colossus? Right, it's very much like that game. And the two brothers are controlled by the two analog sticks. So little brother's controlled by one, and big brother's controlled by the other. And the only other buttons you use are the triggers. And what the triggers do are whatever the action is. So if I stand brother one next to brother two and press the relevant trigger, he might throw a ball at him or pick him up and put him on his shoulders. So the whole thing is, at the beginning, your parents would die horribly. And, well, not horribly. You don't know how they died. They're dead. Which is horrible. Yeah. And the little brother's at the grave of the mother crying. And the big brother, they have to go on a journey. for I don't know why or what. It's going to come clear. But this is like a magical world. there's trees that come to life there's it's very much like Shadow of the Colossus. It's that kind of feeling world. and you're in direct control of both brothers and with each one on one stick it's very that's also unique. it's you know I think you could me and you could play this and hold half the controller each. So really? you could do that yeah because because it's one controller and one trigger so if if we you could play as a couple because like, you could control a brother each. If you're playing it yourself, it has that pat your head, yep. rub your one's tummy kind move of one's moving, the other
1: one's standing still. Right, probably.
0: so, and you, yeah, or, or if you try to do them together, it kind of misfires in your mind, and you make a mistake, so you've got to be very careful, like, I'll oh, move this guy there, and then I move, because they have to help themselves over obstacles, like, little brother can't swim, so whenever there's any water, he has to sit on, get on big brother's shoulders and put his arms around his neck, and he swims him over, so it's interesting it's like a puzzle game because there's puzzles along the way they talk in that weird simlish kind of to each other kind of like Ico yeah but you kind of know what they're saying to each other without even hearing them just by their expressions and sometimes they stop and if you pull the triggers they'll play like you find a ball at one point and you can play a game of throwing the ball to each other it's very artistic like a Malik film but in the gaming sense you know it's like you know flower or those kind of games where it's not for everybody but if you do enjoy these type of games i think you'd enjoy it um that's it for games for me this week two new games come out next week i'll talk about them next week Diablo 3 which i've played to death on the pc but there's finally a console version i don't think i'm that interested cuz the pc was amazing and why yeah it's a point-and-click game with a mouse. I can't really see it working as well on the console. Maybe it will. I don't know. Uh, and the other one is Rayman, Le- Rayman Legends, which I really like the Rayman games. They've got this... You little, mean Rayman? Yeah, Rayman. Or Rayman.
1: It's not Rayman. <laughs> it's Rayman.
0: But uh, yeah, it's Rayman Legends, and it's a the new Rayman game, and it, it's awesome. I, what I love about Rayman is the artwork of it. It's like a cartoon come to life. Really I'll talk is. about it more next week, um, but I think it's going to be a big hit. So, Sid Talk, what is for dinner this weekend? And let's just say, when you hear me on this podcast, say, what's for dinner? What is this segment? I think that's kind of self-explanatory. I say to you, what's for why are we telling people this? I don't know. Well... It started with <laughs> you making a lot of recipes up and telling the oh, people right. about your recipes.
1: So. Oh, my God. Now you just made me feel, like, super lazy. And why did we start that? Because we became, became, we didn't become. But, I mean, we stopped eating meat a few years ago. And then it was like, well, what are we making? What are we having? Um, I, I don't really make, I do make something at least every week, but not you on do. movie day. No, movie day always the lazy
0: Because we want to just like uh, yeah. watch a movie and chill out. Like. So
1: today, I'm not making anything from scratch. I am making some garden, quote yep. unquote chicken strips. Not a
0: Morningstar product. Gardein not a Morningstar product.
1: Gardein. And some fries and whatever, frozen vegetable, maybe the leftover. Oh well, ah, okay. We had homegrown by my sister, green beans in the crock pot, Uh and there's leftovers of those that's what we'll have so there's some homegrown something for you so here's your recipe A big wad of freshly snapped freshly grown picked green beans in the crock pot with a bunch of water put it on high some curry powder, salt, pepper and I put in about 2 tablespoons of sugar and I don't know why but I think my grandma always did I don't know why, I have no idea I think it, they say it's soft, I don't know why I have to look it up but it was automatic oh yeah, got a little sugar in there so let them cook for how long? Like 10 hours? Yeah. On high and then low and then warm and then high. So I don't have a number for that. Just but left them
0: in the crock pot all day, but all night and all day.
1: They turn out just amazing. They're not mushy. They got a few strings, but I mean, they're homegrown, so
0: they're and, kind of natural. And what's your advice for this week?
1: Don't worry about it. Now, that doesn't apply to everything. But worrying, well, it kind of does. Like, if I sat here... And as we've had, you know, recent death in our family, and my cousin is still, uh, her head injury is very bad, so um, still not even aware at this point that her daughter passed or died in the wreck. And it's been two weeks now, two and a half weeks. And it makes you realize that I can't, I can sit here all day and, and wonder about her and worry about, like, how is this going to affect. Not only her, but her direct par- or parents, which would be my aunt. And then my mother is her aunt. And the rest of our family is... And I can worry about it. And I can worry about the moment when she has to learn about it. And, and I can sit here and fret over it. And be like, oh my god. And you, you, you make like this ball of... Well, it's shit. But it's like this stringy, horrible ball inside of you of worry. And in this moment, I can do nothing. I can do nothing for her, to her. I cannot bring Cheyenne back to life. I cannot fix her head, Ember's head, I can't I can't give my aunt any different kind of strength that she's gonna need to cope with not only her granddaughter being dead, but her daughter being possibly impaired. I can't make my mother any stronger, I can't do anything. I can support them, I can ask them how they are, things like that. But I can't change the situation. So to worry about it is 100% useless. It is absolutely useless. If I thought there was a plan I could put in place, which I will, because in the next few weeks she may be moving to a hospital that's near to us, and I'll say, what the hell, Thursdays, because I'm not at work or anything, I'll go spend the day and, you know, chat with her and take her some music and what people are doing is talking with her all day and just, you know, somebody from the family's been with her all the time. I'll do that. That is something I can do. I may not be able to fix her, but that is a plan I can make, a thing I can do, and I can put that energy that I could sit and and wonder about it and worry about it. And then what you do is you also transfer and you say like, what if that was me? What if that was my sister? What if that was my nephew? What if that was my niece? And that's, it's all, like, unless you're going to put something into action, like, turn that into Reminding your family to always wear seatbelts. Remind your nieces and nephews how much you love them. Talk to your nieces and nephews more than you did before. Talk to your other cousins more than you did before. If you're going to put it into action, this is my specific situation, then that's fine. Take that energy. But if you just sit and let it rot in your gut and then turn it all into about you, like, oh, poor me. I've got this thing to worry about that I can't even do anything about. Just don't. Like... You can there is a switch in your brain. You can turn it off and on or transform it into something positive or something productive at least. And that goes for everything. Like say you're up to your eyeballs in debt and tomorrow they're gonna call and turn off your electricity. Well guess what? In this moment, while you're taking a shit at ten o'clock at night the night before, you can't do anything about it. Like you you physically cannot do anything. So until tomorrow, when the time comes and you need to do something about it, then you can, you know... Oh, I you mean, could,
0: when, after you took the shit, go and make some money quick
1: yeah, and pay them
0: tomorrow.
1: What are you recommending? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's true. If you think, well, I guess I'll go give some blowjobs on the corner and make some money and pay my bill, I'm saying that's a plan of action. I'm not approving it. I'm true. just saying if that, if you're um. going to turn, but if you're going to let it just fester in you and then it boils over... It it starts to infect other people around you. When, in fact, it's just your mind that will not let go of it or figure out how to cope with it or figure out how to turn it into something else. Like, so the worrying part, I I mean, I, I worry fleetingly about certain things, you know, just like it comes to you and you think to yourself, I wonder if and I wonder how and Mm, I'm concerned about this, but I think being concerned is different than worrying. And then I get in my mind, okay, what in this moment can I do to fix that, change that, do anything about it? Probably nothing. Maybe tomorrow I can. Right now I cannot. Is there a plan I can put in place? Okay, I'll think about that. What are the steps I need to take to make something positive happen? Okay, I'll think about that. I'm not going to sit here and just worry you know with like
0: so the message is don't worry be happy
1: <laughs> no you don't have to be happy in the
0: great words of Bob no no McFerrin.
1: no you don't have to be happy I don't know if I right. believe in true happiness or anything All right, like that alright
0: don't worry don't be happy that
1: no awesome. not don't be happy just don't worry about it just turn that into something else alright
0: so this is something else you don't need to worry about you don't need to worry <laughs> about visiting our websites this week you don't have to worry about visiting us on Twitter, Facebook you, you should worry about this, though. Going to the either the Zoom marketplace, the iTunes music store, Stitcher, which is a new place where we've got our podcast, or the RSS feed. Just go to com, click on the word podcast. All your subscription needs will be fulfilled. Don't worry about it. And you can email me, dot at aschoolie at com. Don't, Don't worry about, about emailing Sid Talk. And stay classy, Mr. Terrence Malick. Very classy movie, if not a divisive one.
1: Yeah. And I can tell you, I'm not worried about you emailing me. So, on that note, think for yourself. Because if you don't do it, somebody's doing it for you.